Comics. Movies. Music. Video games. Technology. Blu-ray. Television. This is the HHW LOD Podcast Network. The world we know is gone. No internet. No GPS. No text messages. No podcasts. In a world ruled by the dead, we are finally forced to start living. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Walking Dead TV Podcast, episode 366. This is Russ, and with me is Daryl and Aaron. Hey! Don't welcome to the Daryl Show. Yes, Doma Schmo. That's <laughs> right. for a couple of weeks. <laughs> we oh, my bad. You're a little early. I blew up a tank. <laughs> Again? <laughs> it's fun. Indeed. With a bow and arrow. It would be fun if he re- if like Daryl recapped his like exploits to the people in England or wherever in Paris um, during the, on the Daryl show, just to, like get across like, hey, I've done this kind of thing before. Like, but he still no, you haven't. Sure, I have. And he does it in French. Like he says it in French, and they subtitle it, and we get to yeah. That would be yeah. That would be. Did perfect. you know my brother was an asshole? <laughs> yeah. All right. Speaking of which. Um, so it's been a while since we recorded Comic Con's come and gone again with between the writers and the actor strike. It, there wasn't much representation. I guess they showed some trailers and played some video and had a few things to publicly announce. Um, the biggest one, well, I guess the biggest one is that, and clearly after watching the last episode of this show, it's very clear. Uh, that we're going to get multiple seasons of Dead City and Daryl Dixon, which what I I didn't know that that was the plan. And given how this show ends, it had to have been the plan from the beginning, unless they filmed like some sort of alternate ending in case or like or I mean, th- this I, had to. It's funny how they didn't they didn't come out and publicly say right away that like, hey, this could be multiple seasons. They made it very much sound like a six episode event right like i mean yeah but it was so incomplete though so it had to be planned i I said at the time like they they asked they said there's room for more but yes it wasn't deliberately stated that they're going to definitely make a you know more seasons of this for sure i get get that but based on the episode ending of this episode it is clear that that was the plan (laughs) like yeah i think that was the plan you would i mean you'd think they would have ended it a little bit differently if it was if they wanted to change it last minute, if yeah. they weren't going to. I'm sure it. they probably could have if they needed to. I'm sure, sure. there's like a, a tweaked version of this ending where it still ends, you know, ambiguously as opposed to here's more coming. Right. Well, I mean, I guess, but it'd be kind of weird to end it. I mean. Well, yeah, no, everybody would think it'd be weird. <laughs> like, I, I, I'm like how would you do it? Like, you just. I mean, you could have left some threads out there, but you yeah. would have had to wrap a. F- you would have had to, have, I think, wrapped a few things up a little better. Yeah, because the, 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 the central conceit is done as far as they get Herschel. Uh, true, like, true. I mean, like the, the Maggie gets her thing. Like yeah. that's if you tweak around yeah. the, the Negan stuff a bit. I, I could. I'm just saying, I could see a way where they could, you know, undesirably but still close it off as far as well. That was an experiment, and it failed. It didn't though, so it doesn't really matter. Right. Right. Um. But yeah, and then, I mean, it's kind of nice going into the Daryl show. That one, I kind of think I assumed it was going to be more than one season just because of that whole, like, they signed him to that big contract. And, right. Oh, I yeah. Mean, I, yeah, with, sure. Yeah, with that whole ride show. Like, they're they're hitching their wagon to Norman Reedus for sure. No, um, yeah. Did I see somewhere that him and, him and Greg Nicotero opened a bar or something? Sure. Why not? <laughs> uh, I don't know, but I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, I thought I saw a picture of it. it was, it's called like, um, oh, what's it called? Um, Greg and Norman's, I think, is the name of it. It's like Greg and Norman something. I, it looked like them behind. I don't know. Maybe it was just a pop up thing. I'm not sure. Um, anyway, so yeah, definitely more of that. Um, and then, importantly, we have. So it's not the. It's not the Rick and Michonne show anymore. It's the ones who live. Oh, 
I I like it. Yeah, I like Honestly. it better than Rick and Michonne. I like, yeah, I like, I like that someone like took some took took the extra four seconds to come up with the actual title. Yeah. Oh, it's called Nick and Norman's. It is, but it's a restaurant. Okay. Bar pub. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. What it, ooh, wow. It's, mm. I wonder if they stamped the Nick and Norman on the hamburger bun, though. I don't know. Can it? They got a little. Right here. <clears throat> yeah, so the, but the ones who live. Good. Yeah. All right. Yes, the ones who live. Yes. That's the other restaurant. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. They got four of dare, these babies. It's a dare to eat there. Yes. Yeah, they got four <laughs> of these babies together. Wow. They're in it. They are in it. Um I I know that they haven't given a release date, but at this point we don't think this is coming out. At, I guess well, I guess it still could potentially come out this year, I guess, right? End of September, like I don't know. Like I, I if it's like the because <laughs> you can't. I mean, it, I think it all depends on the strike still. Yeah, right? and this is a one-off show, so it's not like there's going to be another chance for them to be like, here, here it is, guys. Here's the thing. We can all talk about it together. I think they probably want to wait on it. Yeah, yeah. yeah I don't. I, you can't yeah, go I mean, by there's any no, day. Right? There's no after talk show. No. Yeah, while the strike is on, and I imagine. Yeah, it's okay. just stuff that's already recorded. Like, yeah. Oh, well, sure. and the direct, I mean, the director would be able to record stuff like, but it'd still be the same thing, like the five right. minutes right. instead of like a full on boring talk show with Chris Hardwick. I, yeah, true. But I mean, given the stars of this show, if there was ever something that was going to draw ratings for the after show, exactly, it, it would be yeah. this. Yeah. Right. So like, yeah, I, I won't be surprised if the ones who lived is not scheduled for, you know, what November? I guess I would think. Yeah, yeah you'd want to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess that'd be yeah. right. Because Daryl, Daryl would end end of October, or whatever, and then mm-hmm. they they do like what the first half of the ones who live like this year, and then gotta be, yeah. gotta be. And I mean, but, I guess because Fear's not coming back anytime soon, so spreading this out may not be the worst thing in the world because. Yeah, I wouldn't think like if so. they do show if they do show it at the end of the year. I mean, I guess it depends on the strike too, right? Like if all this stuff is in the can and everything's done and the strike is over, then mm-hmm. you know maybe we do get it October and then they they fire up working on fear. But if this thing drags out into the new year, um, I, I just yeah I just don't see them squeezing it in before before. Yeah, the, I don't either. Just, yeah, they just do repeats. If anything, they'll just show. You can just restart stuff. Yeah, like everybody else. Yeah. All right, so let's. Uh, that's that's really all the news there is. Uh, so let's get into Doma Schmo, which translates mm-hmm. to "Bring Them Home." Oh. Um, start the episode pretty much like where we left off last episode. Negan and the Marshal uh, looking for Maggie. They find Ginny. Um, they see it's, the flare. Yeah, they, they see, see the, the flare. flare. Um, and the Marshal and Negan end up finding Ginny before they find Maggie, or vice versa. Um, and then Maggie finds them both. And uh, Negan Negan asks, you know, Maggie if if she knows, you know, what what's going on. And then Negan um, Negan scolds her, like, um, you know, like what's she doing and. She's trying to talk, and Negan's like, "All this time you haven't said a word, and now we're like in the middle of it. And now you want to talk? Like, n- like no, like this is not the like. I don't have time for this shit right now." Um, but the marshal at this point um, agrees to take her home, and Negan tells her, "Like, no, go go with him. He's a good man. Like, he'll take care of you." So clearly, after the bonding in the last episode, uh, Negan and the marshal are on much better terms than they were uh, at the episode before. Right. Um, in order for Negan to really kind of enforce her need, his need to get Ginny to leave, um, he confesses to Ginny that he killed her dad. Yeah. And that's why he found her, that it wasn't just some happenstance that he happened to come across her right. while she was mourning her father. Like he's the reason that her father's dead. Um, right. And he went to get her because he know he knew she was going to be by herself. 
Um, so Lassie, so Lassie, go home, you yeah. dumb dog. I don't love you. Um, so the marshal takes Ginny and they head head to the shore. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's good stuff, honestly. Like I know it is. Yeah, it. It, it's a clever way of like okay, if Ginny wasn't kind of mute or or like not refusing to talk like this would be a whole this would be so tropey right like kid tries to tell adult something the adult just cuts the child off and doesn't want to hear it and says something something else instead of just stopping for five seconds to listen like at least here there's there's a legit reason why um why she's not able to communicate to negan what exactly is going on um so so yeah i think i think it no, even the, you know, even the, I'm going to say something hurtful to you, even though it's going to hurt me more, cliche. Yeah, you know I mean, it's yes. a little extra thing to have it where I killed your father, though. Yeah. Like, that's a little it, something we didn't know. And it, it, exactly. It's something we didn't know, too. So it's, it's it, you know, we keep, I think the show's done a pretty good job, especially over the last couple episodes, of layering things in that we we may have suspected but we didn't know right. and that has made it more interesting than just this straightforward like oh everybody just happens to have found each other and come across each other and it's like all like coincidental like it's it's kind of neat to see like this was all very purposely planned purposely executed and like per- like this was all done for a purpose my my question on that though the father is he are we to believe he's one of the guys that Negan killed? I, I don't just believe, some other person. I think it's some other person. Okay. Because, yeah, because he would have found, because all that would have happened before, because he killed those people. No, wait, no, 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 I'm, no, I'm wrong. I'm wrong. It was. It was one of those five people. Oh, was it? Okay. Okay, that's like, what he, I was like thinking. His, exact, his quote exactly from the episode is, I killed your dad. I'm not wanted for robbing a wagon train. I killed five men, and your daddy was one of them. Oh, right, he right, was, right. Yeah. Right, okay. I, 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 it's been a minute, but okay. I'm just making sure in my head how that worked. Because it would have to make sense that it connected yeah. to this yeah. whole thing. And, and it, it doesn't necessarily... It, it's not like Pearly's without heart, but it, it adds right. to Pearly's reasoning of taking her. It's like, well, this is, you know, he presumably Pearly at least had some connection to the men that were, were killed. So he can, uh, and it wouldn't make sense that Negan would do it too. I mean, yeah. that like all of this sounds plausible. Like he would, he, he wouldn't leave that kid there. Knowing that and that's spe- like, especially since Negan is presumably hasn't killed anybody besides these five. Men. Right. Right. Yeah, that's all yeah. the more that's why I wanted to make sure. Yeah. Right. Make sure on that. Uh, so at this point, Maggie tells the story about hearing about uh, Santa from her sick mom. Like her, when her mom got sick, she told her the story about Santa and, and going to Macy's in New York and like just this kind of like romantic um, version of Christmas in New York with Santa and everything else, especially growing up in the South where you don't have like snow and winter and things like that, you know, kind of, kind of getting that picture of, um, of, of that type of New York in your head. And, you know, obviously with her mom, you know, at this point being diagnosed with cancer, it, uh, it, it, and, and kind of bonding with her in that moment meant something. Um, they both go to up to the roof, uh, and there's a really cool shot in New York, at this point, like for with them mm-hmm. on the roof and you just pan out and again to see the destruction, devastation and everything um, going on. I think they've done a really good job in the show, too, of just kind of conveying the fact that New York is is kind of in, in shambles uh, at, oh, this, yeah. at this point without like dwelling on it too much. You know, we just get these a couple times, you know every few episodes where we get these really just great shots, but, but it's not like, um, it's, again, it's not like they, they constantly just like keep showing it to, to make it more of a thing. Yeah. I mean, being somebody who's in New York, uh, it didn't, it didn't bum me out cause they didn't overdo it. Right. It was just enough. Um, so they head towards this building that has a bunch of like s- smoke coming out of it. um, uh, at this point, 
Maggie and Negan are standing there and Negan's he's starting to suspect, right? Cause mm-hmm. Maggie's acting really funky, like mm-hmm. real quiet, just kind of withdrawn has this like restrained look on her face. Like he knows something up, something's going on. Right. Um, yeah. She did. She did this on the train. Remember the, the train episode. She acted like that when yeah. she had planned to kill him. Yeah. Um, so she pulls a knife on him and the fight begins. Um, lightsabers and everything yeah this is actually a pretty a pretty fun a fun scene with them walking across the beams mm-hmm. um you know squaring uh off with each other maggie ends up taking a swing at him at one point with the knife and actually like slashes or no she straight up stabs him she stabs him with the knife yeah, yeah. in the yeah. shoulder in the shoulder yeah. and then he kicks her off the ledge i mean again conveniently falling on like a pile of boxes or whatever it still was a pretty cool scene i believe it was was labeled uh feathers padding and nothing harmful whatsoever (laughs) yeah that seemed to be what was in the box that yeah that was on the the label um convenient or not it was still a pretty cool scene where she just like stabs him he just reacts he kicks her she flies Mm -hmm. back lands lands down there um and at this point, Negan knows what the deal is. Like he's he's figured out what what the plan. He gives is. her a whole speech. He explains exactly what happened. Yes, <laughs> yes. Like he's fucking Columbo. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and one more. Thing. One more thing, Maggie. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I love what he says. He's like, um, he he just tells her, "You you can't get over it." What he did to Glenn. He's like, "You just can't get over it." And he says, "And you shouldn't." Like. He, again, to a large degree, Negan, I think, understands, like, why she's this way. Because I think yeah. deep in his heart, he knows, like, he, he wouldn't forgive or forget either. Like, he would, he would, he would, I mean, clearly he killed five men for mm-hmm. assaulting his wife, let alone what they would have done if, if they would have killed I like him. how he, but he throws it in, like, we could have did it. Like, we could have, we could have, yes. me and you together were dangerous. We could have did this. He said we, we would have made a badass team. You would have made a badass team, yeah. Um, but you, but you know that. Like when he hit it, he kind of hit it on the head with her when he and he kept saying, "There's a part of you that wanted this to end this way, yes, as opposed to being successful." So she, she picks up the knife again. The Croat shows up, um, and and then we cut back real quick. The marshal drops Ginny off. Um, and then we cut back to um, Maggie and Negan um, talking to the Croat, and the Croat. Well, uh, real, real, real quick, they, uh-huh. like when when they get back, Jenny, like she, um, what she, she doesn't take like the like Negan, Negan, Negan gave her the like her his jacket, and she right. doesn't, she doesn't take the jacket. She uh, leaves it there. It's a, oh you know, yeah, little acknowledgement of like uh, she's not too happy with Negan right now either. <laughs> yeah, yeah, which that's got to be devastating for her, right? Like she. Potentially yeah. risks her life, went went through that dangerous area to mm-hmm. go warn him of the fact that he's being double crossed, and then to find out that he's responsible for her father's death. Like that's got to be just like a crazy. Well, there's no one to trust, right? Because she ran because she knew that Maggie lied about the yeah. grain. So yeah. then she doesn't believe anybody. Yeah, like yeah. that's a that's a hard place to be in where you can't trust anyone. Yeah, she's just lied with. to left and right. Like yeah kids already messed up as it is and this exactly makes it worse exactly. um so the, we get this bit with the croat where he goes into this long story about he's heard the story of the widow and he you know <laughs> goes on and on um one of the things i have in my note is um there's a lot of really good nonverbal communication between maggie and negan right here just the way the two yeah. of them are kind of looking at each other and um you know, still kind of, I guess, kind of squaring off so, sort of with each other while uh, while the Croat is kind of, you know, doing his thing. I, there was just a lot of really cool, like, facial expression, kind of like, uh, non again, not, nonverbal acting going on between the two yeah. of them. Made me feel a little bit like uh, my Empire Strikes Back, as corny as that sounds, when they get betrayed by um, Calrissian. And yeah. he kept staring every time, you know, the bad guy. Vader would, you know, like he's going on with his, you know, long story. They just keep staring at each other. Yeah. 
like not knowing what to do. Like we know this guy's a piece of crap, right? <laughs> we know you can't be trusted. But then we also know that we can't work together either because, you know, we have history. So it's 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 nice. It's a nice little it's tension. It's, it's full of tension in the scenes, which, yeah. which works out pretty well. Um, so at this point, they're making the swap, right? Ne- yeah. Maggie's going to give up Negan and the Croat's going to give up Herschel. Um, so Negan asks her to look after Ginny. Uh, the crowd gets Herschel. They and they make the swap, and it was uneventful. Yeah. That kind of surprised me. I, I would, and and I guess given given where the series or where the show ends, where this season ends, um, you know, it makes sense. But I just kept thinking, like, okay, something's gonna happen, like when this mm-hmm. exchange takes place, and it was kind of. This is when I thought this plant, like, this is when I thought this can't be the last episode for this. Yeah, for this show. Right, because yeah. you—if it was, it'd be a big battle. Yeah, that's right? exactly where yeah. I am with all this. It just it doesn't yeah. have much fanfare behind it, which is mm-hmm. like, all right, so we're, we're we have more to do. Yes, here. right. Um, yeah. So this is the kind of the point where I was like, okay, they're, they're they. This doesn't look like they're going to be wrapping this up like in in this episode. Like at this point, it was by the time I watched it, it was I knew there were multiple seasons, but this is the point in the show where I was just like, okay, clearly this is there are more because if if they intended to wrap this up in this episode, I imagine that Negan and Maggie would have had some sort of plan swap get get mm-hmm. you know Herschel and they would have figured something out. Right. Um, Double cross, yeah, triple cross, yeah. Right. Um, so we cut back to the marshal who gets back to new Babylon and tells everybody else that Negan's dead. He shot him. Um, and the leader of new Babylon wants the marshal to tell her about the methane. And she makes a point of saying like, you know, yeah, we can make ethanol from corn, but it just takes acres and acres and acres of land. And, you know, with all the zombies running around everything, I I imagine kind of tending to a, large scale operation that could m- grow enough corn to make fuel out of it is probably a, a is probably not not the best way to go um so ag- again i think this is clearly setting up the fact that new babylon is going to have a role to play in going after new york the city methane. right yeah. like yeah cuz they see that it methane. As, yeah Obviously battle for resources, right? Yeah, if That's... you're out in the middle of nowhere, you don't have, you know, large, uh, you know, giant tunnels of sewers running underneath your, um, you know, your your podunk town. So um, clearly, there's a setup there. So, so that was kind of interesting. And then they, I don't think, do you guys get the impression they bought the Marshall story, or they clearly didn't buy the Marshall story, but didn't really care because they're they're suspicious for sure. About yeah, Marshall. he's that's a bad liar. is not acting like presumably what he usually acts like with them. No, no, obviously he's a terrible and, liar. Yeah. So they they think something's up, but there's some veiled threats against the his daughters right. going on as well. So yeah, which makes it look like I mean now we we didn't get this before, but now we get a sense that he probably pushes back on doing some evil stuff anyway. Yeah, or at least turned a blind eye to things right. before. I mean, I mean, he's introduced by, you know, murdering that one girl. So, I mean, like he's, he's yeah. clearly, he's, he's seen one extreme for sure. And now he might be, mm-hmm. or at least he seems ready to dial it back a bit. And that's not the preferred way of these uh, marshals, I guess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so Maggie and Herschel get in the car. Um, he, tells her so this is where like i guess herschel's feeling a little bit of like stockholm syndrome uh going on mm-hmm. here um where he tells her that he felt safer there than than with her like in in the city you know even even though he was surrounded by these psychopaths um yeah, which given, my real mom yeah given what happens to what we find out what happens to him later it's kind of crazy that um he's saying this but um, I have in my notes, Herschel's being a shit. That yeah. too. Um, yeah, I, sorry about that. It's, it's so, like, extreme, like, how mean he's being, where it's like, I I get, like, Stockholm, but it's like, Jesus, kid, like, like yeah. what, what are these horrible things that you've, you've barely even left? Like, like, your mom's here. Like, 
Yeah. Oh, like, kind of interesting, though. That, yeah, that you would think, you know, you would assume this kid would be a good kid, right? I, I want to know why, sure, right, but it's like, right. God, kid. Like, yeah. <laughs> I don't know asshole. the way Maggie's done some stuff. I mean, it's kind of Maggie did some dirty stuff. He just came, he just got out of Escape from New York. Like, what's yeah? What are the what are the happy? Th- let alone what we find out later. What are the happy things he was seeing she, in comparison? She thinks she hit a lot of stuff, but I mean, kids see you know. Kids well, see we things. talked about it before, but this is like the John Connor syndrome, right? Except it's exactly mm-hmm. that. Except the kid yeah. is not like he's not growing up to be resourceful or like yeah, he's, reje- he's well, rejecting he's rejecting all of it. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. also, I mean. The deal is, hey, the guy that killed your dad, I'm going to catch him and turn him over to somebody that's going to do something about that, apparently. Yeah, and you right. get to come live with me. Like, stop being a shit for one second, at least. <laughs> like, I, it's, it's like, I, I want to know more of what this is, but it's just so frustrating to watch like this kid yeah. act this way at yeah. this point in time. Yeah. But he makes a point of saying, like, we just keep waiting for the next bad thing to happen. Like, it's just like, you know, bad thing after bad thing after bad thing. Because if you look back, it, I mean, I mean, we he's such a shit, yes. But when you kind of look back from a kid's point of view, she didn't nurture him, really. And she said it. I get it. He's moody. And well, whatnot. she didn't nurture yeah. him before he was a teenager. I, I get, like, but I mean, him being yeah. a teenager means he can talk back. I mean, right. so it's like. But there's, there's that time where she kind of went straight rogue for a while remember she she kind of talked about i mean it was a long time ago yeah no i, I hear you I, but I, that, I that's the only thing i kept thinking of at first because i was like why is this kid such an asshole and then i get what you're saying and i feel like in a different they try to imply it, it i think a different show could like delve into this yes better, but yes but there's also so. the fact that it's like it's one thing to be like all we know is running away and being mm-hmm. bad things happening. But it's like, kid, yeah. it, it's not like you knew a world where this wasn't how it was ever. Yeah. Like it's not like you yeah. grew up yeah. one way and then suddenly everything changed. Like, yeah, if this show was closer together to the others, and if they had a little bit more time with her, she wasn't gone for the period of time she was. Maybe. Well, hopefully, we got a little bit with the kid. Hopefully, next season. Oh, well, of course, yeah. That, because yeah, they're reunited. Yeah. We'll, get, we'll probably get some more, like, either flashbacky kind of stuff or, right. or whatever. We'll right. have to, right. for sure. It's just, like, like looking at it now as yes. far as what the show is, this kid's mm-hmm. entire life has been this dystopia. So it should yes, be, like, a right. surprise that the life, his life is like this. <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, I want to say it's, I mean, even in the so-called... Uh, regular world that we're in now, you you hear about these you know these kids and adults going into these cult like you know groups. Yeah, so I I want to see I want to see more of what that will, like what right, was the, what right. was going on was the kid living in like the Foot Clan and Turtles where he has like arcade <laughs> games and cigars all was he in Pleasure Island like outside of. Outside yeah. of losing a toe, was he still like drinking beers and smoking <laughs> cigars all the time? <laughs> you don't know up. my dad. <laughs> um, but and and again, not to elaborate too much, but Herschel also talks about like he thinks that this whole thing was about revenge, like that it wasn't about getting him back; it was about getting revenge on Negan, and that she she doesn't see him. For him, she sees hate for Negan. Like, yeah, that's why I wrote. That's when I wrote this down. <laughs> yeah, like, come on, kid. Like, the one thing he they have you, and this is the deal. Like, is yeah. there a cherry on top? Sure, I get to get the guy that killed your dad, which you should be happy about. Too. Like, why do you care about Negan? What do you do for you? <laughs> yeah, this kid. Uh, so we come back to the Croat. And he talks about meeting Negan and Lucille and how Negan let him have Lucille and use her. And, you know, this whole, like, story about how, like, he didn't know, you know, if he could and then he does. And he talks about killing the girl and how he shouldn't have done that. Like, this whole, like, elaborate uh, story that him and him and Negan have together, Um, which isn't really... I mean, this isn't really new information. Like, I, I, right. we didn't really learn anything new here. I guess this is just kind of reinforcing the fact that how intertwined um, the Croat was um, 
for like the first two weeks. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Of, yeah, of the Sanders before he before he got kicked out. Yeah. <laughs> so we come back to Maggie. She checks on Ginny, gives her the dinosaur back while she's sleeping. Um, and then Maggie goes back and has a talk with Herschel. Um, and then she says, like, I have to finish this thing with Negan so I could let it go. Like, she she can't just leave it. So, do, okay, let me ask you this. Do you think when she says finish this thing with Negan, she means go actually kill him? Or she has to go get him and free him from this so he can go on his way so she can be, like, free of conscience? Because... Like, it wasn't clear to me whether she was saying, like, she needed to go, like, finally just one-on-one. This isn't a a kill thing. This is a, okay, I've I've stepped into hell with you. That looks worse than anything I thought of with you. I need to get you out of here. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. Yeah. That she needs to make it right because otherwise she's just going to constantly, like, he's such a large presence in her head as it is that her knowing that she just left him in in that hell... Yeah. is going to just eat away at her and she's never going to be like free like if she goes frees him sends him on his way and gets him out of there like I think at that point she feels like okay he's going to go live his life I'm going to go live my life and I can finally just let go of all this like he helped me get my son back like well part of it also is right where every time he had mentioned that you know you're not that different than I am oh like, sure that's, yeah that's the other thing that bothered her too yeah. And Herschel's also like satisfied with what Maggie's saying, so like clearly yeah. there's a like a like yeah all right do go do that mom <laughs> I'll just be here being <laughs> yeah. <a> shit <laughs> yeah pretty much pretty oh much. by the way, I mean the Croat stuff by the way like yeah he talks about all this stuff that I like the the main thing of, with that is that he basically he he basically says like he doesn't mind that Negan tried to kill him he's like over that right like that's that's right. the big thing about the scene too where it's like. Yeah, I, I get it. I crossed the line. I was the bad guy. So we're good. <laughs> that's the, no worries. That, that's his whole, like, deal. He's subservient to the Dhamma. So the yeah. like he he clearly knows that he needs to get to stay because if they're if the intention is to bring Negan in the fold. Like the Croat knows ne- how tough and nasty Negan is, so if he doesn't make peace and set things right with Negan, like he's not going to be. When this power transition happens, he knows like he's not going to be around if he doesn't. If exactly. he continues to butt heads with with him, yeah, you don't want that. They <laughs> also like he's the kind of guy where he likes being you know the second or third guy. Yes, like right. I, like he can enjoy the spoils of being in charge to some degree, but he likes being the guy who's like underneath somebody else. Cause yes. he like, that makes him basically invincible, right? It's like, you can't mess with me because the boss says you can't. Right. I think, I think that's, that's the kind of guy he is where I think when we started the series, obviously we assume like, Oh yeah, he's the big boss of New York or he's not. And I think this makes a lot more sense as far as what we're seeing from him, where it's yeah. like, yeah, he when he's on his own, left to his own devices, he can like order people around and stuff. But he, mm-hmm. I think he, he enjoys wants a the leader. That, yeah. Right? He wants, he wants someone that like, sits at the very, very top so he can he can serve them and be, you know, a little a little a little spy and whatnot or right. do what he needs to do. Yeah. Um, okay. So they want so th- this is where it kind of all comes down with Negan. They want Negan to help with what's coming. Um so it's like after they fully take New York City from these other kind of remnants that have been there. I mean obviously they killed, you know, the 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 other group that was kind of like splintered and sp- spun off. But I-, I think the, I mean, New York's a big city. So the, I think that what they're saying is like, there are a bunch of these little splinter cells all through the city. And like, once they take that over and they fully have control over the city, um, like there's going to be other places that are gonna, are they're going to want a piece of them. Like they're not, they know they're not the only civilization that's left. And at some point, like they're all going to start 
you know, kind of like the stand, right? Like everybody splinters right. off. They they get in their their little groups, and eventually, like there's going to be this big face off. Yeah, they watch yeah, The Walking Dead in the fear. Yeah, they need someone to deal with all these other gangs. They got to deal yeah. with the, the Gramercy Riffs, the Turnbull ACs, the yes. Orphans, the Boppers, right. the Baseball Furies, the Rogues, the Lizzies, yeah. exactly. the Van Cortland Van- 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 Rangers. <laughs> yeah, they know it's going to happen. I'm trying to go through all the Warriors gangs I know. Yes. <laughs> yeah. They know the deal. Um, so the Croat then takes him to the Dama. Um, and she wants to get to know him alone. Um, and so she, she scurries off the uh, girl. It's like, what? Wait, huh? Yeah. And he gives like a big Charlie Brown walk out of the room. Also. I love that. Negan, like she offers him a drink. Cause it's what like it, scotch or whiskey or whatever. He said, yeah, she's what is word? Did I write it down? Uh, yeah, he's she. She says brandy. He's a gin man. He's a gin he, man. Yes, he repeats. He's a gin man. He's a gin man. Um, and then the Dama literally offers him like it's like I'll give you the keys to the city, and literally gives him a set of keys. Yeah, <laughs> um, which was crazy. And he there's a box over there. Negan gets up, uses the key, opens the box, and there's a little toe in there. Mm-hmm. Um. And this is where we find out that they cut Herschel's toe off um, and that he gave up the goods on Negan, on everyone. Like, that's where, like, all this, like, started from. Like, he's the one that I'm guessing that that's where, the like, when the Croat says he heard the story of the widow, like, that's where, like, that's where that story came from. Um and 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 part of this was to tell Negan like Carl Carl learned the widow story from like people he like uh, like old saviors and people well, he tortured yeah, yeah that's what too. I thought because because they yeah. they would have gotten Herschel after he knew that exactly that exactly yeah. they, would, they would have known how to get to, to get to her to begin yeah with her to no, get, that makes yeah, sense yeah, yeah um but still yes he got information from her for yeah sure. but she says she kept a piece but can always go back for more. Um, so again, this is kind of her way to try and keep, I'm assuming, try and keep Negan in line. Like, yeah. Well, hey, cutting toes off. <laughs> here's the kid's toe. Next time it'll be like, uh, you know, a hand or a foot or, you know, like, like a nose or something. Um, but by the way, all the worries why Herschel's being a little shit. I mean, like, what? I know <laughs> this woman took to his toe and tortured him for information. Yes. Yeah. I don't want to, I don't want to be there. Okay. How many? Sunset Rangers arcade consoles they have. <laughs> well, how could he? And that, it didn't make sense that he said he felt safe there. It's like, homie, yeah. how did you feel safe there? They took yeah. your toe. I got, I got to see the counterbalance flashbacks that show him like, you know, studying the Book of Carl and being like, oh, forgiveness, uh, whatever. Like, it's okay. Take more toes if you want. Or, or maybe it's like know, real dark, they... and he's like, I know how you could keep him in line. Take my yeah. toe. Like, uh, well, that's what I was thinking. They might go that route. It's a fake toe. Because it makes sense to do it the way that he just... Get you a toe by Because if she goes the route of telling him... I mean, in her, his, like a lot of his stuff with his mother is that she hovers over him and and yeah, um, he wants to be more important in, in the whole survival thing. And if this woman comes in and, you know, and kind of fed him a bunch of, you know, stuff about being useful... And, and things you can do. I don't know. I mean, I, I, I wondered, they didn't really go that far. They seem to not so far. So it still seems weird. Yeah, but I, I, I guess, wonder if that's where they're going. I guess this will give them room in season two, if they decide to expand yeah. on this or go a different yeah. direction. Like they, they haven't gone too far down what this means in case they decide to kind of go a different way. Right. Like right. they're not, they're not boxing themselves into a, too big of a, co- of a corner with this. Mm-hmm. Um, and so she says, like, they, they have a lot to plan. Um, we cut back to Maggie, who finds Herschel's drawings and starts going through all his papers and everything. And there's a lot. There's this drawing of the Dama. Um, and, and it's really kind of a creepy ending where she's looking at this. Yes. At, at his <laughs> his art and this this picture of the Dama that gets that gets brought. Because Maggie hasn't met her. Right. Like Maggie doesn't know. No. No, he doesn't know what's going on. She just knows like, right. oh, I want something to do with this guy. Yeah, right. 
Um, so it was a bit of a creepy ending, and and that that's that's where we sit. I again, I felt it's doing some split screen stuff. It's got nine inch nails on the soundtrack. It's that like, was a little cool. weird. That split so screen. Cool. I mean, I was, I was, yeah, but I was digging the fact that it just tried something. It's like, well, there, yes. that's a choice. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that, that's usually something that would be on like a poster. It was kind of weird to see it like in right. the actual sequence at the end of the end yeah, of the show. Dude. But it's to convey the duality of Negan sure. and Maggie, where it's sure. like, oh, this 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 Dama is no good. <laughs> I can't believe that someone that refers to themselves as the Dama is bad. <laughs> <laughs> so that's where Doma Schmo. That's where we. Uh, that's where we we land. Um. All right. So how Re- many really? Points? By the way, really weird to. Have the episode called Doma Schmo and feature a character called the Dama. Like it's just like yes. okay, <laughs> we could have made some choices here. One and two. All right, Daryl, how many Barazzi's do you give Doma Schmo? Uh, did I get it? Uh, I I mean I enjoyed the episode. They they tried some things, um, especially with Herschel towards the end. Uh, a couple of things felt a little incomplete, maybe. I don't. It just felt, felt a little off. But uh, all in all, I think it uh, three and a half is what I'll give it. Nice. I did enjoy it, it overall, and it was a good series so far. So I enjoyed it. Aaron, I'm with Daryl. I think a three and a half is appropriate. Three and a half uh, Baratzis, of course. Um, I. As I recall, because it's been a few weeks, I believe the previous episode I loved, if I'm not mistaken. I was really big on that episode. Um, so, right? That's the one where they have the... Yeah, they're in the sewers and yes. people die and everything. Yeah, that, right. yeah I, I really right. like that episode. This one, you know, it was, a, it was a bit of a downturn by comparison. And it's it's for, like, random stuff as far as just the... You know, trying to combine a lot of... St- you know, trying to shove a lot in before the end, essentially. And it's yeah, like, I don't right. think it's a matter of being unorganized. I think it's just more of... There's a lot going on here, and it's not entirely satisfying because, hey, we got to wait now. And it's like, I get that's how a show works at the same time. You know, we've seen really good finales of The Walking Dead and whatnot. Like, they don't always have to struggle to kind of balance the amount of stories being told and satisfy the audience. Like, so, yeah, I mean, you know, the I think there's good good work here by the actors, of course, and whatnot. You know, I'm certainly curious to see more of it. But, yeah, I wouldn't say it, like, blew me away. It's just more like, oh, okay, that's how we end it. And on top of that, you know, the, the Herschel being a little shit probably didn't help my attitude too much. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so three and a half Barazzi's, I think that's about right. Nice. Yeah, I'll get, I, I'm I'm right where you guys are at three and a half for for me. Um, I, I think it, I think it was a good solid episode. I think it it kind of left. The, I mean, given that we're going to get more, I th- I think it's an interesting place to leave things. Um, I I I almost prefer. I'm glad we're getting more as opposed to them just given where we started this episode trying to wrap all this up in like a 45 minute kind of time frame, I think it would have just been a little, it probably would have been real tropey, real forced, a little, probably very cliched. Like it would have just kind of fell into all of the, those kind of tropes to kind of just wrap all this up and it would have to solve a lot within that. And it have to right. plan to oh, yeah. really from the beginning, oh, even sure. the way the Croat, even the way the Croat is too. So it's like, yeah, this, if there's too much here, <laughs> trying to just like stop it all of a sudden. Yeah. So yeah, three and a half. I thought those were good. So did we get any Facebook reviews? We do. We do have a couple of Facebook reviews. Ooh. We got this Barazzi, Barazzi ratings from our listeners over at the Facebook, at the Facebook group.com site. So Facebook.com slash group slash WDTV podcast, where we post, of course, we post the uh, the, the, the uh, shows, hoping that people can uh, you know respond to the episodes themselves. And we have a couple ratings here. First from some Shotatsu Namura, three little piggies who went to the market out of five. I wonder, one, I wonder if Negan is lying or just saying he killed Jenny's dad to make her leave. He's not lying. Uh, two, oh, Maggie's mom was a New Yorker. Oh, Maggie, the real Santa's too busy delegating and running a toy empire to come mingle with mortals. Three, are we around this a few times now, and I still don't get how Negan caught on that Maggie was double-crossing him. Honestly, Negan is doing, going easy on Maggie. He could have kicked her off the catwalk the first time she was on the ground. You and I together make a badass team. We make Naggy. Uh, I mean, she was acting suspicious. That's how <laughs> she just read. She he read, he read her body language. Um, 
before, Maggie won't look after Jenny. She's just she'll just leave her in Brinkton and keep and help nomading like she's been doing. Five, the marshal, after seeing the hung walkers, wait, are we the bad guys? Ethanol. I was wondering what's fueling the cars. I guess no one comes to docks anymore that you can park your car there for days and days and come back to it later. Is the kid playing Herschel, the kid playing Jin in American board Chinese? Uh, yes, I believe so. Um, that's at Google. Um, six, Oceanside is getting more shout-outs in this show, more than actual appearances in the later seasons of the parent show. So Maggie is leaving Herschel again. She hasn't learned anything. Seven, the look Negan gives with it's mommy and daddy coming together is a damn, that's a red flag look. I guess Negan is going to have to do what he's towed. Ha. Wasn't a bad season for six episodes. It's good they think I only felt bored for one episode so good. Hope season two stays six episodes, maybe ten, but decently not a full sixteen or so. And we got one more from Kevin Barry. He writes, four, I am also a gin guy out of five. Uh, he writes, did not end with the bang I had initially expected when the show began, like like the potential story of next season with me, Maggie and Negan dealing with some personal crises with the threat of the new Babylon out there. I hope next season is not Negan trying to win over the hearts and minds of people of New York before an external threat comes because that was the plot of the HBO show DMZ. I was also entertained and was satisfied with these six episodes, and I look forward to another season of it. Thanks for another round of Walking Dead TV podcasts. Regardless of the quality of the TV show, I look forward to an hour of the podcast when it shows up my feed. And safe travels to Rich on his journey to Texas. Thanks for that, Kevin. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks, everybody, for chiming in. I really want to get a poster going of Daryl Dixon that's Daryl, but it's like the Black Narcissus uh, poster. Um, you know what I'm referring to, where it's like the nun on mm-hmm. the top of the um, <laughs> the giant mountain with the bell oh, tower? Yeah, yeah. I want to get a Daryl Dixon poster that's like a spoof on that specifically. Nice. Because <laughs> the font is like exactly the same. Because <laughs> it seems like this Daryl Dixon show, I assume is going to be fun. I mean, it's Daryl in, in Europe. But, like, the tone of, like, the marketing seems so dour. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> oh, Daryl, he's stumbling around Europe, and these nuns are after him, or whatever the hell. And yeah. It's, it feels very, very strum and drag. So I'm so curious what this is actually going to be like. Agreed. All right. Um, I I don't know if we'll do anything in the interim. One of the things, and nobody else has seen it, but I recently watched the... Uh, Netflix show um, uh, Kingdom. Kingdom. Thank you. Jeez, my brain. Is <laughs> wow. You haven't watched wow. it, but you know what I'm talking about. Um, <laughs> I recently watched the Netflix show Kingdom and the follow-up um, movie they did, um, Ashen of the North. Um, these guys haven't seen it, but at some point, I'd like to. If they end, if 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 they end up watching it, I'd like to. Kind of like we did for Last of Us, like maybe during the hiatus, especially after Daryl Dixon. I think there's going to be a long time, so yeah, maybe if they can get caught up on that, we can do an episode or two on Kingdom because I think it's a very well done zombie genre show. Uh, there's a lot of if if for the listeners if you haven't seen it, might be you know again might be if you haven't watched it, I recommend it, and then we'll do a talk on it. So that might be something you can hear us give our thoughts on. But uh, but yeah, I think it does some really clever things with the zombie trope. Um, and it's a period piece. It's it's Korean, so it's subtitled. Um, there's two seasons, six episode seasons, and then a hour and thirty minute kind of follow up movie, sort of kind of that um, takes place at different time periods. Um, but there's also like political intrigue on top of this zombie outbreak. So it's, uh, it's, uh, it's, it's pretty interesting. So, um, yeah, yeah you got me pretty excited to watch the show. So I, I definitely plan to watch it sooner rather than later. And I, and honestly, if we, like, if we get to the end of Darrow and you're like, all right, November 15th, we're recording this episode. That'll probably give me even <laughs> cool. more incentive to be like, I'll watch this show. Nice. <laughs> I'll put it up. Yeah. I mean, the good thing is unlike most Korean dramas, it's not 16 episode hour and a half long episode seasons. Like, so uh-huh. it's, it's literally like six episodes per season that vary from 35 to 55 minutes. So it's like, sure. I don't think there's any episode that's longer than, than, than 
like 58, 59 minutes. Um, the production yeah, values out. are extremely high. Like the, cool. the like they spent money on this show. It's extremely well shot. Um, it's it's extreme. The presentation is very good. Um, again, makeup effects, all that kind of stuff. Very very well done. Um, good. So yeah, looking forward to watch it. Indeed. I'm, yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm excited for you guys to watch it. Um, all right, so that's it for this week. Aaron, where can folks find you on the internet these days? I uh, host a podcast called Out Now with Aaron and Abe, my friend Abe. We talk about weekly movie releases, and we do a lot of fun commentaries and other bon- bonus stuff as well. And if you can't get enough of me talking about things, I'm also a part of the Summer of 93 at 30 podcast. It's part of the Brandon Peters show. Myself, Brandon Peters, and Scott Mendelson talk about the summer movies of 1993. That's been a lot of fun. We're nearing the end of the summer now, so pretty much almost all of those episodes are available wherever you can find podcasts. And I write movie reviews for Why Lilo Entertainment and uh, Why So Blue for Blu-ray Criterion Reviews. And I'm on Twitter slash X at Aaron's PS4. Daryl? All right, you can uh, catch me on the Nothing's On TV podcast as we catch up on a lot of TV and movie uh, stuff that's not happening right now. Um, So you can catch us on that. Uh, You can also catch me with Russ on the Gotham by Geeks podcast. We should have a new show up by the time this one is posted where we uh, got into, we picked stories out of the 70s. Uh, so we went into dug into the Batman stories from uh, from that time, um, and you can also hear us on uh, hear me and uh, Hassan and Peter Arias on uh, DC All Stars, where we are uh, you know getting into some of the new DC stuff going on at the dawn of DC. Russ, excellent. Yeah, you can find me here HHWLED on this podcast, and like Daryl said, over at Gotham by Geeks, um, it's a lot of fun. The seventies episode was pretty good. Um, a lot of fun looking back at the at the at, at the old stuff, yeah, yeah, and not just always focus on the new stuff. So, so cool. I like talking to the old stuff. Yes, <laughs> that's that's a joke about you guys. Yes, yes, we caught yeah. it. It wasn't. Yeah, it didn't. I, I caught it. I didn't take my medicine. Yeah, it, it didn't slip past us. Uh, no matter what you yeah. think. Hey, it could be worse. We could have been doing this whole um, Dead City podcast with, uh, you know, that 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 dastardly Brad Milo. <laughs> oh, wow. <yeah>. Indeed. <laughs> All back. All right. Thanks, everyone, for listening. We will be back, uh, like I said, in about four to six weeks with, um, with Daryl Dixon. So we'll see you then. Take care. Wait, what the hell is ending is that? When there's no oh, man, hell. It's been so long, I forgot. All right. Weird. Uh, Leave that uh, in. <laughs> after the old comment, then I forget to do the ending. That's great. I'm I'm really making a case for myself. Make it bad, Russ. Come on. Yeah, I'll leave all this in. All right. Until there's no more room in hell and the dead walk the earth. Keep your hands and toes inside the vehicle. Yes. Yes, keep your hands and toes inside the vehicle. And who wants to grow corn that takes up too much space? Take your medicine if you're an old. Yes. Geritol is a (laughs) hell of a drug. It is. Okay. We did it. Yay.